Hey everybody, welcome back for another episode of Wicked Good Show. I am obviously Dylan. I'm joined by my, my pal, my amigo Brian. Brian, late Friday night recording. Brian, Brian, don't stop. No, no, it does not stop at all. Dylan, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Got the Yankees game on. I believe the Yankees are winning 3-1 right now. Oh, not go. entirely sure, but I'm, I'm, I'm in the game. I, I got the game on the background. <laughs> um, no, Pivotal I'm doing good. For them. How about you? How are you doing? How, how was this week? I'm doing, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, we got a decent amount of work done for the channel. This is, of course, the week that we release the Robin Courtney interview for Better Radio. Um, definitely check that out. I think it's very, very, good very, very good. Yeah, Robin Courtney. I enjoyed it a lot. Really awesome person, great interview, and I think just, just very unique. You know, so we do a lot of, like, fun comedy stuff here, but this is... A little more serious, but still obviously had the overtones of comedy because she is, of course, a comedian. It was, um, yeah, a lot of serious subjects talked, but talked about. But she was, uh, she was very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I thought that was a very, very good episode of podcast. I maybe one of the best episodes we've had on on our entire channel for podcast. Yeah, it yeah, it was it was great. Um, we got to get you on the show soon, sooner than later. And yep. uh, not the not the next episode. I don't want to follow. No, no. <laughs> don't, don't we 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 got another comedian scheduled too. Who will take uh, the following on that? And then uh, other than that, I just watched El Camino again tonight because Jenny hadn't seen it. Still great. great. Still great. Um, one thing I did notice in it that I didn't notice the first time. Jesse figures out that uh, spoilers for El Camino. Everybody, I'm sorry. It's been mm-hmm. a few weeks by now. Uh, Jesse figures out the money's in the fridge because he hits his head against it while he's frustrated about not finding it and hears something fall down in the okay. fridge. So that's why. That's why. Okay. Because I couldn't remember that. I, did, I must have. No, I don't. I, yeah, I think we talked about it both. Neither of us remembered. Yeah, so that's why that uh, that movie's fucking awesome, man. I, I, I stayed true to my word and I started uh, rewatching Breaking Bad. And Very nice. Has not disappointed. It's just I'm... Especially after watching El Camino, I'm still just fl- like floored by how how good that show was. Yeah, no, it's I, just no it's it's one of those things that you hear from so many people. I, they like they, they made fun of it on like Family Guy. It was like, oh, watch The Wire, watch Breaking Bad. It's like his mm. TV trying to tell him what to do. Yeah, um, but it's very true. Like pe- people are always like, oh, watch Breaking Bad. Mm. It's it's the best show ever. And I up until Game of Thrones flopped, <laughs> I feel like I'm redoing my conversation from from, from last week. But up until Game of Thrones completely just balked the mm. final season uh i i had that as my best show ever but mm. now breaking bad you said it it's like the most complete show from getting in in my rewatch i'm 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 just like glued to the tv of episodes i've seen twice before right right it's just it's so good yeah um, and uh and to end the week uh we got to see a fun movie that we're gonna mm-hmm. talk about in this episode yeah, so we went to the theater and saw the one-day showing of Schindler's List, <laughs> and it's kind of something I'm looking forward to talking about today. Yeah, it's no, real fun. Z- Zombieland Double Tap. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we're actually switching it up a little bit. We're going to be reviewing Zombieland Double Tap this week. Yeah. We are originally going to uh, review Jojo Rabbit first, but we could not find a showing of Jojo Rabbit anywhere. Yeah, it's not our fault. We did try. Like That was yeah. the intention and the plan, and then we were like, oh, I, I guess we can't see it. I don't fully understand because it was pretty heavily marketed. I don't understand why it's not in theaters everywhere. Yeah, you know no, what I mean. I they, they were like showing trailers of it on TV. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know what's going on there because you have to basically you have to go to Boston pretty yep. much Massachusetts. Like I looked everywhere unless there was like a mass error for all 
all theaters because I looked at things other than AMC. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know what happened. Same mm-hmm. thing for the lighthouse. I I fear the lighthouse might be more limited at first, but still. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I see that October 18th release date at IMDb, I feel like that's like the wide release. Right. I think um, our best shot, if we don't want to go to Boston, might be Showcase Worcester has the art wing that sometimes they'll show more like obscure movies. So you can keep an eye on that. But for now, you know, we're, we're going to figure it out. But for now, we're a little stumped. I had saw that the the AMC in Boston, I forget the exact name of it. Mm. It was actually had a Q&A for the lighthouse with the uh, director. Oh, damn. If we had known about that, we'd been yes. all over that. I discovered basically it was actually I was looking at it two hours before we went to Zombieland. I'm like, mm. Ugh. but that would have been cool. Yeah. We, gotta get press pass. Uh, we don't need press pass. To that. We got to get press pass so we can that shit for free. Yeah, exactly. That's how, that's how, that's how you're, we're, you're we're, we're building up to it. That's that's the end goal, of course. You know, I believe I think that's the AMC at Assembly Road, right? Yes. Um, yeah. The only movie I've ever seen there is pretty much on the same level of the lighthouse, uh, Resident Evil Seven. <laughs> um, yes, it is. Was Resident Evil Seven the 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 artsy film that has mm-hmm. been shown in film schools and, and art house uh, theaters all around mm-hmm. the country? And I sat next to um, a couple who brought two young children to it, which was Hell yeah. a lot. And I didn't understand it, and I was pretty distracted by it being like, these children are going to be scarred. This is I can't enjoy this knowing that these movie's children terrible. are like, Bob yeah. Deb, what'd you bring? Exactly. It's like, at well, least have some taste. Yeah. It's, uh, why, did they, why didn't they stop at three? <laughs> uh, for real, though. For real. But uh, we're getting a little off topic. Dylan, we have some news stories to cover this week. Sure do, and I'm actually going to spring one on you too that we can talk about first. Okay. Uh, let's get over it real quickly. Uh, the the Mandalorian uh, episode schedule came out today, yes. which I a little treat to start out. So episode one obviously comes out November twelfth, the the day that Disney Plus drops. Mm-hmm. Obviously we knew that, but three days after, obviously because these are now being released week by week, uh, not all at once, which I actually really enjoy, especially since we're going to be doing uh, recaps on it, mm-hmm. but. Uh, episode one's gonna be on November twelfth, and then three days later, uh, November twelfth. I don't know if that's a Friday or if it's in the middle of the week. I wonder if that's doing why they're doing three days later. But three days later, episode two drops on the November fifteenth, and then it goes by a, an official every seven day schedule. Gotcha. Um, so it, yeah, it looks like the twelfth is a Tuesday, and the fifteenth is a Friday. I wonder what the significance of dropping on the twelfth is. I want like someone should look it up. If there's any significance for Disney. Mm. doing it a lot as well because i feel like i feel like that's a tuesday is a very random day yeah no i agree i don't know well i'm sure there's some disney fan out there like obviously it's this thing you idiots but uh that's that's not us unfortunately that that is really going to kick off star wars fever because the Mm -hmm. final episode for that season doesn't does it it doesn't come until december 27th which is uh, about two weeks after brides of skywalker drops so star wars fever between Really kicks off the Mandalorian. From there on, it's just because all the, the all the Star Wars movies other than Last Jedi are, and Solo are going to be on Disney Plus. <laughs> so they're all going to be right there for you to rewatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. The Mandalorian. I'm very excited. Not even not just because well. we're covering it. It's speaking of good TV shows. I'm really I really need another good TV show to dive into week by week. Mm-hmm. I'm excited and, to just, see Bill Burr in something. Yep, we we haven't officially seen Bill Burr in the trailers, but right. I've seen like the 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 leaked photos of him, and he looks pretty fucking cool, actually. Yeah. 
I seen he's he's dual wielding a couple guns, and, and <laughs> so really looking forward to that. But yeah, that's pretty much for the Mandalorian. So no, obviously, November twelfth is when we're going to be getting our first episode. That's when every all of Disney Plus is going to be dropping. So, mm. uh, so get your credit month. cards ready, everybody. I think you could. Pre- I don't know. What pre- I don't know how you pre-order your subscription to Disney Plus. Like I don't know if like maybe a discount the whole year, mm-hmm. or you just happen to get like some sort of like the first access. I don't know, but apparently you can pre-order it. So I don't know what goes on with that. All but... right, we'll look into that for next episode. Let yes. let everyone know. So the next thing is up. I we just might as well get some of the minor news out of the way. The new trailer for Bombshell dropped. Bombshell, which will be released on December twentieth, mm-hmm. is starring Margot Robbie, Charlize Theron. And uh, Nicole Kidman, directed mm-hmm. by Jay Roach, a group of women decided to take on Fox News head Roger Ailes in the toxic toxic atmosphere he presided over in the network. So the first show we got for this was just them in an elevator, and the the main point from that was just I, I'm shocked how much they made Charlize Theron look like Ben Kelly. Right. It's it's like horrifying, but you can <laughs> definitely see it a lot more in this trailer. We get a more sense of what the movie's about. Roger Ailes, huge piece of shit. Don't really need to go into all that, but mm-hmm. he gets accused of sexual harassment, and it, these are the three women that that bring him down. Which is obviously the, every day on the news, you hear about some sort of mm. the Me Too movement. And I don't mean that in a negative way. It just we're 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 still in the process of exposing mm. a lot of these pieces of shit. So this movie's apparently very good. It's being reviewed mm-hmm. very well. Apparently, Charlize Theron and Nicole Kidman are uh, Oscar-worthy type performances. They actually have a they have a star-studded cast. So Margaret Robbie nominated for an Academy Award. I don't remember exactly for what. I Tanya. Uh, I Tanya. Yes, thank you. Okay. Uh, Charlize Theron won for Monster, mm-hmm. and Nicole Kidman won for something else. I also didn't care to look that up right now. So we, I just pulled the story. Up. I don't have that one off the top of my head. I'm sorry. So you have two Oscar winners and another Oscar nominee heading this cast. I'm I'm officially marking this to see it. I don't remember what we did in our show, but. Uh, it's directed by Jay Roach. He did all the Austin Powers movies. He <laughs> recently did. Let's see what's going on here. He did Meet the Parents, Meet the Fockers, mm. all three of the Austin Powers. He did that Recount TV movie, mm. Dinner for Schmucks. He did the campaign. Um, he did the movie Trumbo, which I don't think a lot of people saw, but it's very good. Mm. I believe he also produces Barry, but don't Ooh. quote me on that. Uh, but he's very he's very talented. Obviously, Austin mm. Powers. One of the fun, the funniest movies you can watch. I still watch them crack up. So Jay mm. Roach, and he, he's dived in some of the political stuff too. So mm. I'm officially throwing this movie on the see it. The trailer looks great. Uh, the, obviously the actions are unbelievable. Uh, this seemingly now that we know it's good is going to be an Oscar movie, and I'm 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 excited. What did you think about the trailer? Yeah, listen, I didn't know that this uh, was coming out. I don't think we covered it in our preview. Um, so I this wasn't on my radar at all. I definitely had heard that this was happening, but I didn't like know when it was coming out. Um, this was a pretty fast turnaround for a real life story. I oh must yeah. Say. Like the second this all came out, someone must have been like, "Yep, I'm writing this movie and making a lot of money to do it." Um, it looks, of course, very interesting, and I'm sure it won't be divisive at all. And I'm oh, sure God. people won't have hot takes on it, and I'm sure it won't be a big thing. You know, everyone will just appreciate it as a work of art, right? <laughs> yep, yep. No, there won't be a bunch of lip cucks going to watch this movie. <laughs> um, I'm excited. I mean, because once you get into the talk of Oscar movies, I'm mm-hmm. going to watch pretty much anything. 
usually sometimes the foreign films like i because i'm a, not a big fan of subtitles i really tune into those mm. but uh i i try to make a a point to see all the oscar movies each year mm. and if they're good and this is i'm looking at the, the runtime right now it's only an hour and 48 minutes long which is also great and the movie mm. we're reviewing today was super short and after the it fiasco the three hour long <laughs> movie i any short movie is gets a bump up in my book so i'm mm. really looking forward to this i I especially hope, I mean, the prosthetics, it's just like the prosthetics <laughs> that are on should be thrown for, to look like Megyn Kelly. It's mm-hmm. like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. No, definitely um, for this podcast, short movies are real hot right now. I think we're yep. both like, when we, when we were driving to the theater last night, I looked at, you know, my AMC pass and I was like, ooh, only an hour and 30 minutes. Perfect. Yep. Like, this is a good length. Same. And so. Uh, yeah, so... This will, this will be good. We'll definitely review it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anything. Yeah. We want to talk about Fox. We'll also, John, like John, Libcucks, probably. John Lithgow as Roger Ailes. Mm. Another like prosthetics. I, I didn't even recognize that was him until the, the titles dropped at the end. Right, right. Yeah, I know. It's good. John Lithgow, really good actor. I love that dude. Uh, yeah. Emperor, um, I mean, not Emperor, uh, Lord Farquaad. Shrek. That's real. That, that's exactly what I was thinking of when I was saying that uh, he's a really good actor. You're right. Um, and then our, our last news story, which is the biggest of the week by far for us, for, for anybody who believes, believes in Batman, like we all do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we finally got two more official casting. Unfortunately, Jonah Hill dropped out. So yeah, what the hell? What the hell? So the, let's, let's just go with how this timeline's worked out. So I believe at the end of last week, Zoe Kravitz was cast as Catwoman, which I, I didn't know she was up to consideration, but that's such like a, a, a no brainer casting. And she, I feel like she's gonna fit perfectly into that role. Mm-hmm. Somebody also brought up how she like she kind of looks like Halle Berry too. So it's obviously there's not gonna be continuing that story, but uh, it's it's <laughs> why not? Re- Everyone loved Catwoman. Uh, God, that was one of the worst fucking movies ever. <laughs> um, I that's that's a that's a wonderful casting. I love it. So he cries. We talked about too. Did mm-hmm. not know that Jason Moore was married to her mom because I saw a random picture. Yeah, like, no, Jason I didn't. Moore was, the, literally, the, the title of the article was Jason Momoa's stepdaughter, Zoe Kravitz. Gets, <laughs> Not Lenny Kravitz's daughter. daughter. No, Jason Damn. Momoa's stepdaughter. Fuck you, Lenny Kravitz. You're so, not good for the SEO, apparently. Yeah, dude, the, Jason Momoa's, he's the daddy of the house now, apparently. <laughs> oh, but I love that casting. That was great. Obviously, mm-hmm. the two previous confirmed castings are obviously Rob Patson. Mm-hmm. The other one is Jeff. Oh, I'm forgetting his name. Is it? Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Yep. That's correct. Jeffrey Wright. Yes. Yes. Okay. Jeffrey Wright is Commissioner Gordon. Uh, Obviously, like Brian just said, from Westworld. He's also in James Bond. I think he's actually in the new James Bond, too. James Bond. Cool, cool. So he's been in two of the previous Daniel Craig's one. So Mm -hmm. great actor. He has a very distinct voice. I think that's another great casting. It's another one where you wouldn't think about it. Hunger Games 2. Yep. Another one where uh, I think we have three people from the Hunger Games. Wasn't Zoe Kravitz in the Hunger Games? Because I know her dad was. Lenny Kravitz definitely was. I don't remember yeah. if Zoe Kravitz was. Either way, or no, what am I thinking? She might have been in that that, that Divergence series. I don't know. I don't want to get into all that. But... <laughs> and then after Zoe Kravitz got it, I'm like, great, this movie's really shaping up. We mm-hmm. just need to lock down Jonah Hill. And then we discovered that Jonah Hill basically ended discussions for they couldn't come to an agreement mm. i heard i read some articles that were saying that he wanted to play the riddler and the studio really wanted him to play the penguin that's and they kind of they kind of made it sound like that like he wanted to play the riddler but they didn't have the riddler role written mm. 
And so at that point, I'm like, well, like, all right, I sat with the studio there because, you know, I get it. You don't want to play the Penguin because it's it's sort of typecasting with you. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if there's no rhythm in the movie, they're not going to rewrite the movie. That's right. stupid. But then, so that news dropped, and I think it was I think it was a day later. It was a day or two mm-hmm. days later that our boy uh, Paul Dano. I didn't, Bob Dano. I did not pull up their IMDb. He's like an idiot, to no, be it's, fair. It's, it's all good. It's all good. And can't afford that in the late night pod. <laughs> Paul Dano was cast out of nowhere as the Riddler. So mm-hmm. obviously, the, I think the first thing we read that he wanted to play the Riddler and said the Penguin wasn't true. They just probably couldn't come to an agreement for mm-hmm. Jonah Hill. Paul Dano. This is for anybody that sees Prisoners or uh, There Will Be Blood. Mm-hmm. Paul Dano is going to fucking kill this. Yeah, I think th- I think this might be the casting I'm most excited for. Little Miss Sunshine, give us a little relation little to Miss the Sunshine. main movie we're yep. covering today. Yep. Yeah, Paul Dano is really good. He's in Looper as well. Yep. Um, I, he's a talented actor. Um, I think he'll kill this role personally. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, it's Matt Reeves has has a special movie. Mm. Getting, honestly, it's I'm very much excited for it. Even though I was excited for Ben Affleck, I don't. Uh, maybe it's because we were so let down by that, that I'm now much, that much more looking forward to this movie or series or whatever he's creating. But mm. I love these castings. And honestly, it's not, I don't think it stops here. Cause apparently they, they're doing the, the Halloween storyline. Yeah. We still need a calendar, man. Who, who, who will it be? Probably. Uh, I don't know. Probably not Jonah Hill though. Unfortunately, because we speculated if that had happened, we, we should have been the first people to be cited. Great. Yeah. You know? But uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited. I I'm just hoping that this is, you know, Aquaman, Joker, um, this movie. It's it's all a return to form for DC. Cause, man, I, you know, I I love my DC heroes, and I just want them to be in good movies. Yeah. No, I mean agreed. And also the other rumor I heard about, uh, John David Washington being cast as Harvey Dent. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that happens. I, that, that I I could not be any any more in this movie than I am now. But if that happens, I might I might fly out to Hollywood and just <laughs> get, get the movie somehow or try right. to buy a stake in that production company because John mm-hmm. David Washington as Harvey Dent would be flawless. Yeah, that would be almost a better cast than Paul Dana. But we'll see. I'm very much excited for this. It's only it's only two and a half years away at this point, or almost yeah. a year and a half away. I don't summer summer 2021. So mm-hmm. about a year and a half away. It's so funny, like John David Washington, obviously like. His dad's an amazing actor, but it's like, man, why'd you play football that long? Fuck football. <laughs> like, this is your calling. There, I mean, time. seriously. Because <laughs> uh, his, his first exposure was was Ballers, mm-hmm. and he's great in that. But, uh, yeah, John David Washington is very, very good. Black Black Klansman, one of the best movies from last year. He had one of the, one of the best performances. Him and Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. So, um, All right, buddy, let's do it. Let's Let's get into it. It's... Late Friday night. I'm a little intoxicated, so let's <laughs> let's uh, let's jump into Zombieland Double Tap. All right. We'll obviously do a spoiler-free review first, and then we'll jump in the spoilers. Uh, Brian, I, I guess I'll go first this week since right. I allowed you to go first. Previous two weeks, uh, I thought this movie was good. Mm-hmm. I did not think it was even close to being as good as the first Zombieland. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it a 73 out of 100. I thought the first two acts were good, not great. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, the pacing was good, which which bumps it up a few points. Yep. Woody Harrelson's awesome. The, Madison, <laughs> unbelievable character. Right. It was the character. It was a character I never knew I wanted in Zombie Land. She, she, pretty much every line she said, I laughed at. Zoe, mm-hmm. Zoe Dutch or Dooch. I don't know how you say her last name. Yeah, she I don't was. Either. 
she was awesome in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, but then we got into the third act, Brian, and I thought the third act was was just terrible. Mm-hmm. It's tough to get into it without spoilers, but I just thought it got like super super lazy, <laughs> almost like almost like cliched at points, mm-hmm. and it honestly brought the movie down for me a lot. I, I it was at that point I was like I was really, I really liked where the movie was going. First two acts were great. It was funny. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like they were the whole point of the story was that they're trying to track down. Uh, is it Little Rock? Is her name? Yeah. Or uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Little Rock. Little Rock. Her, yeah. uh, Wichita, played by Emma Stone, trying to track down Abigail Breslin, Little Rock, and they mm-hmm. kind of go on this little cross country tour, and it was working out fine. It was kind of like the story was fine. Mm-hmm. Part of the issue is that you're also seeing Abigail Breslin the entire time, right? And you also kind of see in the trailers too, but there's really like no conflict mm-hmm. at all there because you're seeing her the whole time, which I thought they could have went a different a different approach to that to made to kind of build up like where we don't we just don't see her the whole time. You know what I mean? Like the, right. part of the mystery, we don't we don't know what's going on with her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that final act I just thought was just so bad and just so lazy. And so anyway, I laughed at a few points. Like Woody Harrison's was was consistently great throughout the entire movie. Jesse Eisenberg. Mm-hmm. You know, he's Jesse Eisenberg. It's tough to really watch him now without thinking about Mark Mark Zuckerberg and just like his like monotone way of living life. Right, Emma's right. great. Apparently, Emma turned this de- turned down the role in Little Women, which is Greta Gerwig's movie that's coming out in on Christmas Day mm-hmm. to do this film. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Which Emma Stone's kind of like turning into, or she she's not already one of the more major actresses in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So. I, I'm a little surprised they got her to come back for this because I feel like she's—I mean, she's good. She's, she's Emma Stone playing like the emo type chick mm. that kind of really got her got her big at the first part. But yeah, 70, 73 out of hundred for me. I, I can kind of get into more for with, with the spoilers. But Brian, what, what did you think? Yeah, I'm actually right there with you. Uh, seven out of ten for me. Um, I think. Who it's hard to compare it to the original one just because I feel like. No one really expected Zombieland, you know, at first. Yeah. Like, everything felt so fresh and fun, and we weren't um, 10 seasons into Walking Dead at mm. this point. Like, zombies weren't completely played out. They were... You weren't any seasons into Walking Dead at this point. No, no, it hadn't it hadn't pre- even premiered yet. That's pretty insane, too, to think about that this movie and it's, you know, it's the sequel to a movie that came out all of the entire run of the walking dead ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 10 years. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so, I mean, good on them for getting the original cast back and get on the original cast for like slipping back into their roles fairly easily. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is it is fun. It's a, it's a good time, but it's not a movie like that. I'm going to say, Oh, you have to run out and see it. It's, uh, you know, if you wait for it to come out on DVD, I think you'll be like pleasantly surprised, be rather entertained, but it's not, it's not a movie that you need to absolutely see. You know what I, you know what I'm saying? I know. I, I 110% agree. I'm glad, like, it's so exciting because I'm glad we saw it because mm-hmm. when the movie first started, when we had Jesse Eisenberg doing a voiceover, I'm like, oh shit, man, Zombie Land. I haven't watched yeah. the first Zombie Land in a while. Mm-hmm. It's, it's probably been a, like a year or two since I've last seen Zombie Land. So, right. It was really good to get back because this is like it's such a charismatic cast. Mm-hmm. Like Woody Harrelson, obviously, Woody Harrelson is just at the top of his game mm-hmm. playing Tallahassee. I think. Right. Jesse Eisenberg, like I said, just playing. We have the monotone Jesse Eisenberg. Emma Stone, 
she, she just lights up the screen when she's on it. She crushes mm-hmm. it. She's she's just awesome. A- Abigail Breslin too. Like we we've basically been growing up with Abigail Breslin. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of the, the issue I was having is I don't know if they were like are they saying in this movie that that ten years have passed between the original movie and this? Yes. Uh, see, I didn't. I don't know. I guess I didn't really get that. And it's tough. To, like, well, when when Little Rock like abandons the family this is this is in the trailer when she runs away mm. i'm kind of like you've been with these people for 10 years and i get it believe me i get it like family is like oh like you know mm. sometimes you just want to shoot your family now you've been stuck with these people for 10 years but it's kind of like i think there'd be much more of a connection there after mm. 10 years right with these people if they were actually if it was the time frame was actually 10 years so i don't I mean, like i said i i'm i'm, I'm gonna spoil something for if I go down that road, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, it's just, there was like no point to this movie. I mean, both right. the story and the actual movie itself, there was just no point. It was great to see it. Like I said, I was, I was excited to see it, but I totally agree. There's, there's really just like, I, there, I wouldn't rush out to the theater to see this. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'm going to be very curious to see how, like what the box office is. Cause I feel like if this came out in 2010, 2011, it would have been like, really big like hyped yeah. up people would have been all for it but 10 years it's a long time yep. to have off like yeah these they even make like a coy reference to it at the very beginning of the movie but it's like yeah 10 years that there's there's been a lot since then that's the other thing too is that it it really didn't feel like the hype was there for this movie no and, and uh, we, don't, we, we didn't even realize till last week when, when i was like oh shit zombie lane comes out next week well, let's review that mm-hmm. like obviously i knew it was coming out but like i, I like i just it wasn't even on my radar right. at that point which is crazy because like we, the first one was practically universally loved mm-hmm. like i'm not saying it's an all-time classic movie but it was pretty much universally loved by everybody that saw it right um uh, and this is actually sitting with a 7.6 I'm, I'm sorry, no, that's the old one. Ooh. This is sitting with a 7.3 in IMDb right now. So like, I think pretty much everybody agrees with us in terms of mm-hmm. right around that 7 range. It's fun. It's You're not going here to really get, get to really think and have this movie keep you up at night for the next three days. You know, it's a fun movie. You're going to laugh, and it does do that. But right. the story is just, it's just so, there's literally no point to the story. Mm. It's Yeah, it's just a... Uh... Just more zombie land. It's the most you which, can say about it. Which is fine, but it's mm. it's also I'm not really is this won't be a movie I'll I'll be clawing to, to see again, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I guess what I was trying to say about it coming out ten years later, it's like if this had come out a few years later, it would make more sense mm-hmm. for what it was, but it's like well, ten years, why didn't they try more? I don't know if that's unfair. But like I don't know. I'll get into my. I'll get when we get the spoilers. Do I'll get into how I thought their explanation for the changes for the past ten years mm. didn't really work for me at all. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm giving it a seven seventy three out of a hundred. You're giving it a seven out of ten. Mm. That's uh, that's pretty much all I have to say without spoiling anything else. It's 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 a it's an okay movie. It's not bad mm. by any means, but it's not it's not really good or great by any means at all mm. either. Yeah, so uh, see it if you are dying to see it. Rent it if you can wait. All right, buddy, I'm ready to do spoilers. 
All right, to anybody who is signing off, thank you so much for checking out this episode. Make sure you check out all the shows on the channel. Uh, Better Radio Interview with Robin Courtney, new Sunny Day Review. Episode 3 is live the day that we're recording this today, yesterday by the time this is posted. And, of course, subscribe to the channel, youtube.com slash everything. And uh, you ready, Dylan? Spoiler time. Before we go, shout out Prime Wong. We almost made a whole episode. Brian Wong said he's considering going to see this in theaters, but I doubt when he's listening to this that he'd seen it. So shout out Brian Wong. Yes, shout out Brian. Uh, please go uh, see it and get to the end of the podcast. Uh, yeah, baby, let's do spoilers. All right, let's go. So uh, I I talked about the, the, the final act a lot. They mm. really build up like this apex predator zombie the entire movie. <laughs> right. And we finally get it. At the, and they obviously, they, they made a, they, they had no guns. So right away, I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I'm like, how are they going to do this? They have no guns. They're with a bunch of hippies. Like, I don't understand how they pull this off. I was like, kind of getting nervous. I like, at this point, I, th- I thought that the second, I thought that the final act was actually going to go a complete opposite way of how it actually went. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, like they're honestly like, they're going to have to really do some cool shit. And pretty much all they did was they created a giant fireball mm-hmm. and they almost, they all basically almost all died for literally no reason. Right. Out the middle. And because it, it wouldn't even be a sacrifice in themselves. Because the zombies just run up and get them out there. They basically all, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for Rosario Dawson's character, they all would have died. So, mm-hmm. like, the, their whole Nevada. plan was stupid. Right. And then at, at this point, Rosario Dawson comes in. All of a sudden, these zombies just become not even, they become what they called homers. Yeah. They all, like, they all, so, they all just start charging after Woody Harrison. And they go off the building. They all jump off. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That, that's how they die. Yeah. And I just thought. I, I, I had was, that figured out from the second I saw that giant tower. After he had talked about the buffalo running, I was like, all right, yeah. so that's how this yeah. movie's going to end. And then that is how it ended. And I just thought it was just super weak. And, like, the way that they the way that they made it, like, all of a sudden Emma Stone was like, you know, oh, you know what, I want to get married now. Yeah. And, like, pretty much up until that point, she was she acknowledged that she – and she said that she was sorry for, for leaving him. But at the same time, she was like, oh, I still – I don't know if I want to be tied down. Mm-hmm. And at the very end, she was like, you know what, fuck it, let's just get married. Fuck it, whatever. Yeah. And same thing with Abigail Breslin. She's all of a sudden like, oh, you know what? You know, I just want to leave my family. I feel like there was just no character development. Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing with the, with the beginning, like Woody Harrelson, he's, he's saying that it, once again, I have to fact check if it actually was 10 years gone by mm-hmm. in the movie. But the whole thing about Woody Harrelson saying like, oh, like, you know, once we find Little Rock, I'm out of here. Like I'm going back to my own ways. I feel like just after 10 years, mm-hmm. you know, they would be a little more connected than that. Mm-hmm. It's like an episode of a sitcom, you know, yep. everything has to go back to zero by the end. Same thing with Madison too. Like I thought there was gonna be a big deal about Madison being all upset about uh, Columbus and and Wichita. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, she's like, you know what? I'm like, yeah, here's your ring. And I'm just yeah. like, it, it was just so. It was so, the entire third act was just so lazy and just mm-hmm. so. I was just at that point. I'm like, you know what? All right, I'm ready for this movie to be over. Like, I'm ready <laughs> to get out of here. Like this is fine. That's the other thing too. Like they built up the Homer zombies mm-hmm. and and the the what was it called? T-800s. The Hawkins zombies. In the T eight hundreds too, yeah, and it really just did not really get them at all. Like they're, I know, they're the only hawking was the fucking it climbed a ladder. I guarantee no. there's some zombies in Zombieland one that climbed like that uh, ride they were on. They, when we first saw a hawking, it literally bit the eyeball out of a guy because it figured out that if it would scan the eyeball mm-hmm. through the thing, it would be able to get in there. Right. And then the only the only confrontation they have with the hawking is that he climbed a ladder. Like, that was just so fucking, like, what was the point of all that? Like, just know. make the zombies regular. Like, they could have made the zombies just still dumb and regular, and it wouldn't have changed anything at all. No, no it wouldn't have. No right. point to that. 
Um, yeah, the only the only thing it did was they had um, the two new characters uh, fighting T eight hundred zombies, and then they got bit, and that's like I guess why they got bit because they weren't normal zombies. But it was like there's no point to this really. Yeah, so Luke, Luke Wilson and Thomas Middleditch. Yeah. Flagstaff and... Um, Albuquerque. Albuquerque, yeah. They're supposed to be the clones of Tallahassee and Columbus. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was one of the better scenes, too. Pretty much up until they left, up until they left the, the Elvis Hotel, I thought the movie was good. I probably... It was probably hovering around, like, the 80% range because mm-hmm. it was still, like, it was still pretty much about nothing, right. but it was it was landing a lot of what it did, and a lot of it made sense. Mm-hmm. I was... Like, kind of what I said earlier, too, the whole thing about how Little Rock, like I, her dis, her disappearing. I, the movie would have been so much better if we didn't see Little Rock, because mm-hmm. really the only reason we had to see it was for the scene with the songs of him doing the the Bob Dylan and I forget the other song he did, mm-hmm. and also like they were talking about weed. That was like the only other two scenes they had. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you cut that out and there's like an actual maybe Zombie Land wasn't trying to do this. They didn't right. want to make it this complicated, but like to cut it out and then make a mystery like oh what happened to Little Rock. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I mean, th- that wasn't what they were trying to do. Fine, but it was also like, then this is just literally a movie, just so you can make the movie. Right. Yeah. No, I, I know. Um, I did have one like great joke that I wanted to definitely point out in it was uh, when they're fighting Flagstaff in Albuquerque, and like, <laughs> how are you doing? And it was like bad, and then like they're both like pinned down on the pool table, and like, how are you doing? Still bad. He's like, you want to switch? How would that benefit me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I that that was really funny. That whole Albuquerque scene was good mm-hmm. because uh, just uh, Thomas Middleditch, it was hilarious. Silicon Valley, I, yeah. I've I've loved him ever since. Uh, him and Jesse Eisenberg, like they, they kind of work because it's also funny because it's like Silicon Valley is basically a comedic version of the social network, right? Yeah. So like, see the both to see them too, basically the, the the satirical version of Mark Zuckerberg and Mark mm-hmm. Zuckerberg. It, it was it was just very funny. I thought they worked well. I mean, yeah, really I, good I, casting. I, I kind of figured out that I, I didn't think we were gonna get Luke Wilson and Thomas Middleditch for the rest of the movie, but like when their deaths happened, I it was uh, it was still good. I like that whole mm-hmm. fight scene of them running around and all that, right? Uh, of, of like Woody Harrelson just beating people up with fucking pool sticks and also <laughs> still hitting. Columbus, it, it, yeah. it was. It oh was my good. god, that was so good! Just smashes him in the face with a bottle. Oh and so, something we failed, we failed to keep talking about is Madison. I yeah. thought Madison was by far and away the best and funniest character in this entire movie. Yeah, I think they did a really good job with her because when she first appeared, I was like, uh, "This could be really bad. This could be like distractingly awful if they don't handle this well." But I, I don't think they uh, did a bad job with it at all. Hundred percent agree. Because at first, I, at first, I was like, "Oh, like when we first in the trailers and when we got her in the movie, I was like, oh, okay, she's gonna be like that character.' Uh, I didn't think she was gonna last as long as she did. Mm-hmm. And but no, she was like, she was she, without her. I think this movie would have been in some trouble, honestly, mm-hmm. because it would have basically just been Woody Harrelson just. Woody Harrelson himself. Yeah, uh, she was she was great, Madison. I I loved and the whole thing how she died mm-hmm. and didn't and didn't and then didn't die. I thought was fucking hilarious. <laughs> that was good. It was, and it was so unexpected when they were driving along her in the highway. Mm-hmm. I thought there was gonna be a zombie in the car, <laughs> a zombie driving the car. That was gonna be a hawking, which yeah. would actually would have been funny and would have been a good little fight we would have had. Mm-hmm. Would have made sense. But her being in there was just as funny. I I, I yeah. like that. A lot. She was she was great. I liked. Um... 
Oh gosh, sorry, lost my train of thought on that. I think uh, I think she was she did a good job with what uh, what she had. She uh, like I said, she could she could have been annoying, but the by by giving us a reprieve from her and bringing her back, that was probably a smart move because it was like getting a little bit, you know, a lot of her and. Then they like gave us room to breathe, and then she came back, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with her being back. I did like the uh, thing where she was like, your friend, like, your friends are mean, and she's like, he's just like, yes, they're mean, Madison. Like, sorry. And then later on, she, she's like sarcastic back to them. She's saying the sarcasm, yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I thought I thought that was good. Um, what else in this movie? I think it's a very interesting thing that like they explained it with like the dams giving like power to them to just have like you know it's not complete Walking Dead universe. Yep. It's not a uh, everything's completely abandoned. Like the uh, hotel is like lit up bright at night, which you think would be dangerous, but is is fine. That's um, <coughs> excuse me. That's like the other thing too. Like there was just zombie wise, except maybe for that split second when they were around at the end, there was really like no danger to the zombies. Mm. Um, other than that, that split second when you thought Madison was gonna get bit when mm. they came out from underneath the bus, right? There was really like no other danger from the zombies. You never at any point felt mm. endangered. But like I said, that's uh, we could just be. I could just be overthinking zombies. Then. You know, right. it's not. It's 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 not by any means trying to be Walking Dead. Mm. Or, or, or Day of the Dead. Like, it's not trying to be like that. It's right. not even trying to be like Shaun of the Dead. Mm. It's just, it's goofy. It's funny. I don't know. I'm sticking to my 73, but, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's, if, when you're watching Zombieland 1, you're like, oh, I wish I could watch another one. Just watch mm. this one. Yeah, you'll be able, you'll be able to now. I think uh, that bus scene actually, or, um, yeah, like tour bus RV scene was really good because it kind of showed, like, how good they are together fighting mm-hmm. now with mm-hmm. uh, him being up there, you know, calling out uh, where the zombies are on the clock. Yeah. And uh, the the joke with the Homer at that part was actually pretty funny, too. Agreed. I agree. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to touch on in this movie? Or? No, that's pretty much it. Like, I mean, it's kind of to the same point where I said this movie wasn't trying to be anything. It wasn't. There's mm-hmm. really... Fortunately, there's really not much more to talk about it other than what we just talked about. Right, right. So yeah, that that is Zombieland Double Tap. Um, if you watched it, let us know what you thought about it in the comments below. And uh, Dylan, anything you want to promote before we get on out of here? No, the for sure next thing that we have coming up is Mandalorian. Oh, but yeah. Watchmen's getting good reviews, so maybe we're back on the Watchmen trade. We got to figure that mm-hmm. out because that's. That's a lot of podcasting. So. Yeah. Um, and I'd like after I finish Barry, we could do like a one-off episode of I would two love to. seasons of Barry. Because, oh boy, that show is fucking great. I would love to. We will record that the same day as Mindhunter. All right, word. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. Like I said, let us know what you thought of Zombieland in the comments down below. 
Subscribe to the main channel at youtube.com slash where you get everything. Subscribe to this channel so we can get to 100 subscribers to get that custom URL so we can be Wicked Good Podcasts. Um, make sure you subscribe and rate on iTunes. We'd appreciate that very much. And tell all your friends, family, enemies, pretty much anyone about Wicked Good Show. Uh, Dylan, where can they find you online? Uh, DJ Clubberlang with two Bs on Twitter. And same, same on, on Letterboxd. We're just going by Letterboxd now. Yeah, yeah. So go follow him, everybody. You can follow me at the fake BMR on Twitter. That's B-M-A-R-R. You can follow the channel at WG Everything on Instagram at Wicked Get Everything and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Wicked Get Everything. We haven't uh, streamed in a long time, but maybe one day. If you don't follow, you, you won't know. Correct. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you in the next one. I, I will see you guys next week. It, it will be a sober episode, so <laughs> and we won't be so tired. I won't lose yeah, my train of thought in the middle of uh, a sentence. Hopefully, I, I'm I'm drunk on hibachi rice, honestly. Because <laughs> of, uh, we went out of hibachi tonight, Ooh, and it was yeah. I got double rice and oh buddy. Yeah. Well, good luck to the Yankees. Hopefully, they win. And they won. Uh, they, won. they won. Hey, the there we go. They won. They forced the game six. Very Let's nice. Go <laughs> oh man, thanks for listening, everybody.